because our hospital did a survey and they they asked different families at different points of the cancer and said, would you wish the cancer away? And um, almost every child, which was amazing to me, said no for different reasons. Um, they said no because it brought my family closer. No, because now I've fought the biggest fight I'll, I'll probably ever have to fight. And if I can do this, I can do anything else. talked about a lot of stuff here on the Isle of Misfits. Everything from Dolly Parton to dementia. But today, we are here to talk about bugs. That's right, bugs, but not just any bug. A special bug. And a special book. And really not just a book, but a whole series of books about some pretty important topics by a special person I have the privilege of talking to on the other end of Skype right this very moment. Her name is Kristen Barnett, and I understand she is a great misfit sympathizer, so that's good news for us. And she's here to talk to us uh, about this special bug book she wrote and why. So welcome, Kristen, to the Isle of Misfits. Yes, thank you for inviting me. Oh, we're so glad to have you here today, and I'm really excited to talk to you about this book. And, you know, like I said, we've, we've never covered this topic before. We've never talked about bugs, but really, you know, the bugs are just, you know, it's the, it's the segue into what we're really here to talk about. Um, and I know we're, I'm teasing this, um, but we'll, we'll get to it. Um, but, yeah, like I said, some pretty important topics. So um, I understand this book that you have written is the first in a series. So let's start there. Tell us the name of this series. Yes, so the name of the series, and, and I love that you did the intro around bugs, right? Because, <laughs> <laughs> because the, the series name is What's Bugging You, but it's spelled W-A-T-T-S like a firefly. Ah, and why would that be? <laughs> I already well, know, but they don't. <laughs> well, um, first of all, because of all our books, which um, I, I did some research around, all of our books are around bugs because I found out that both little boys and little girls like bugs. Now, they may like different types of bugs, um, but they like bugs. And then um, to kind of intro, as you said, kind of the teaser, what's bugging you is we, we talk through what are I would say difficult topics for even adults to talk about, let alone children. And so that's really what this um, series encaptures. Okay, so this series then is really, it's aimed at young readers, but obviously young readers have parents. Um, and, you know, I was reading through your bio and um, this line stuck out at me. You were, you were talking about how, you know, you went to the library to look up some stuff and there were plenty of books for young readers but yeah. very few that deal with real life topics. So, yeah, so you're, you've been inspired to write about some real life topics, some really serious stuff. So this first book in the What's Bugging You series, tell us about that. Let's start with the title. Yeah, so the title, The Bug Who Thought He Lost His Buzz, Mm. Um, what happens when the big bad bee stings? And so one of the things that I, was really important to me, um, and then I'm, I, I will get into to the story with uh, Bugsy the Bee, but it was also very important for me to use uh, appropriate language, 
right, for the age group, um, and also use symbolism and so forth that children can really connect to. And so that, that's definitely part of the story. And so Bugsy, um, who is a bee, at the beginning of the story, uh, believes that he's lost his buzz. And so he goes to the hospital, and at the hospital, he finds out that he has the big bad beast, which in this case is cancer. Mm. And, um, and I believe the beautiful part of this story, um, and it's very real, because I heard children asking these types of questions, is that Bugsy does follow the journey of asking some of those common questions, such as, why me? Why am I in a hospital? Why do nurses and doctors keep coming into my room? Um, why do I have to take medicine? You know, some of those pretty heavy questions, right, that right. children are very perceptive around. And so we follow Bugsy really through this journey. So, yeah, so Bugsy is facing a sting from the big bad beast. And that that imagery, I mean, it's there's something about it that is so non-threatening, even though we're talking about literally a life-threatening disease. And, and I, I, I just think there's something wonderful about that, to be able to honestly take this on in a way that isn't threatening. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I will say, it's it's funny, probably the biggest comment I've gotten from parents <laughs> and when they've read this book to children is the children love the beast. Mm. Um, I've had certain parents say, my child will continue to go back to those pages of the beast. And so, uh, so right there, it does say that children resonate with the beast. Uh, you know, we also looked at it as very much um, like David, right, against <laughs> against the giant. And you can see some of the pages he even has a slingshot. And so we wanted visuals that would relate to both parents and children, but were real. Right. And, you know, when you think about it, just over the years, over the centuries, really, children's literature, we... In our in our sensibilities, we think, oh, we want to shield our children, right? We want that we want to surround them with loveliness and flowers and pretty things, and <laughs> you know, not, just all, everything gentle and cushiony and all that. But think about like the Grimm's, Grimm's fairy tales and some of the children's literature going back for centuries. Those stories dealt with some pretty serious topics as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I agree. I mean, I think you know, to your point at the beginning, I felt that these topics were critical, right? right? They weren't always, I would say, woven in. What I tried to do, too, is I really wanted to make it where um, I mentioned before that these books made sense to children, right? We're asking the right questions kind of at the right time. And then also, I think what I've heard from parents is, I mean, I've heard a lot of thank yous <laughs> because they said, you know, this was a topic I knew I needed to talk about. I just didn't know how. Right. And so they were like, this was a wonderful tool for them to be able to, to, to do that and to start to allow their children to ask some of those tough questions. Yes, yes. And to have a tangible topic to, to discuss it head on, because going back to my point about, you know, the, the children's literature and the hard topics, those, that's true. Um, but a lot of that is metaphors, you know, and there's value in that. But when you think about contemporary children's literature, a lot of that is, you know, a lot of that deals with, with things that are not quite as direct. 
And I think to, to be able to talk about this subject, the subject of cancer, the subject of the questions, you know, and, and, and all that that entails, I think there's just tremendous value in that to not have to, um, to not have to pretend to be braver than you are and to, to not have to shrink away from it. Right. And, and I think one of the things that I know I spent a lot of time doing because I wanted, you know, I wanted to provide the right tools at the right time for families. Right. So, um, along with these books, I also created some reference type materials on our website. Um, that they can use as needed, right, or what their scenario is. And so, um, for instance, a lot of families have um, other children, right, that are in the family, siblings. And so, you know, how, how do you deal with siblings going through topics like this, right, or mm -hmm. scenarios? And so um, we have those kinds of things on the website, and then we have prayer, Bible studies, you know, so we continue the conversation, which I think is important. Like, I feel like this book, these books are kind of the first step, right? And then when children start to really say, okay, uh, you know, what's going to happen? Or when I go into this procedure, and what do I do? And, you know, what do I do when I'm afraid? You know, we, we continue those kinds of discussions. And so I think that's what's really beautiful about this whole journey, <laughs> you know, um, and that our team really took into mind when we were doing these books. Right. So the book really is the gateway, if you will, to these other resources and this, this ongoing uh, platform to help people exactly. through these tough things. So, okay. So I want to hear the website. I'm going to say it. We're going to share it several times, but tell us, tell us that website right now, and then we'll talk about it again. Yeah, the, the website is www.watts, so watts, like a, like the firefly, so W-A-T-T-S, buggingyou.com. Okay, all right, so write that down, and if you don't write it down yet, you'll have another chance later. So, all right, you've got this resource, you've written these books, so probably makes sense to ask you why. Why are you writing these books? What, what prompted this? Yeah, so great question. Um, you know, I always say that the best books come from experience, mm -hmm. right? And so what really prompted, um, you, I mean, you had mentioned um, piece of it, pieces of it earlier, um, of me going to libraries and bookstores and so forth. But personally, um, with, you know, all the years, so I had volunteered for 10 plus years um, at a children's hospital and had several families, you know, asking some of those tough questions of how do we tell our children or do we tell our children, right, when they're two, three, four years old that they have cancer. Um, and at the same point in time, my husband and I were adopting our beautiful daughter, Riley, and we kept being asked the questions of are you going to tell her she's adopted and if yes, how? Um, and so it was really those two scenarios that prompted me to go look for tools for families because um, obviously just because children are young right they don't escape hard things happening in life and so um, so while I was going to bookstores and libraries I, I did not find many tools for that age group and so that's really what I would say is at the heart of this series so yeah because you you know something about these hard topics 
you faced some of them yourself. So out of your own need, you created what we're talking about today. That, and it's already helping other people, I'm sure. So now the book, I understand, was released in August. Yes. So which um, it, it doesn't shock me, but it was great, was that I had a reader reach out to me and say, um, he had the opposite situation, meaning it wasn't a child that was going through cancer, but it was um, his best friend. Mm. And she had two young children at home. Um, and unfortunately, she was diagnosed with stage four cancer and didn't know how she was even going to start the conversations. And so, um, so one of the, so he was basically asking me, you know, can you use this book for that scenario, right? Versus having the bug be a child. And I said, definitely. And so she read the book as if Bugsy was her, right? Instead of the child. Um, and, you know, it still brings tears to my eyes because unfortunately this woman did pass away, but she said this was the best gift that she was ever given. Mm. <laughs> so, um, so I've gotten those kinds of responses. Um, you know, I've gotten, um, again, as I said, I've got responses from, from parents saying they love uh, both the pictures, they love uh, how I used some some symbolism, right? So that even though it was hard topics, that uh, we were able to talk about it where it was, the book was appeasing to children. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they very much appreciated that. So I've gotten those kinds of comments. Mm -hmm. um, and then overall, I've just gotten big thank yous because families are like, you know, we were looking for something. Um, you know, these books also encapture a faith message, um, even though I think some of the topics are also universal, right, beyond the faith. But I've had families say, you know, thank you, because that was the hope that we needed. So those are some of the comments that I've been getting, which, of course, is great. <laughs> right. And, and just to know that, yeah, real people are being impacted and, and encouraged by this, you know, I'm going to say simple, but really, you know, Simple is not an adequate word. You know, there's something about children's books, you know, um, as, you know, you're a parent, I'm a parent, you know, the children's Bibles, right, that we read. And we, you know, Chris, as Christians, you know, if you're a Christian, you've read the Bible, um, um, you know, the adult Bible. But then you go to these children's Bibles, and it, there's something about the way they distill the truth. And I think elegant is probably a better word than simple because it's just, there, there's just a beauty to, all right, let's just cut out all the extraneous stuff and get down to what's really important. And I think that's what that's what your book does. It, well, thank yeah, thank you. I, I just want to bring that out because I think I think it is important, especially when you go through something like this, you know, when you yeah. get that diagnosis, you know, and some people, like you said, the one response it was it was for it was, you know, it was for himself or you know, so when it's when it's for you, there's that shock. When it's for your child, it's shock to the nth degree because you know it as as a parent your instinct is to protect so like in those moments life gets pretty simple you know yeah. you, you don't need a lot of complexity yeah no i totally agree you know and it's interesting because people think um to your point that children's books are simple or or easiness you know to write right and i i actually say there's there's some complexity in being able to write the books because 
you want it to to your point hit those main topics you know my books also i use a lot of sounds and rhymes and things like that um, fun facts i even have in the books around different types of bugs and some of the books so um so i i spend a lot of time of course of saying okay let's get to the main topics but how can we make it that children you know like to read the book <laughs> right um and i think there's some uh there's definitely what I would say some complexity from an author's point of view to be able to do that, right? To make the real story come to life, but to do it where it's fun to kids to read. Oh, yes, because it's, you know, it's so much more than just being cute and clever. Like you said, you know, the rhymy words and all that. But but as an author, you know, it's, it's, it's so much more than that because I think anyone who has a Twitter account knows how hard it is to be succinct to say what you want to say. And that's why Twitter, it isn't 140 characters anymore because no one can do it. Um, so, you know, we, we like to be verbose, but to be able, again, to distill that down and to make it beautiful and to make it engaging and still get the, you know, the essence of those important messages of hope and faith and courage. And, and I love how you have the glossary in your book too, because you have, there's a couple of, you know, pretty challenging words like diminish, like, wow, that's a pretty big word. But, but these are teachable moments and and I and I love that. So um, you know, we're so excited about just what this book is already doing and what it's what it's going to do. You know, um, we haven't talked about this yet. Children's Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So September is Children's um, Cancer Awareness Month, and um, we're actually doing some really cool things um, both this month and um, next month, because October also has, um, it's not Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, but it's different types of cancer awareness within October. And so we wanted to take these two months um, and, and have it be months where people can get engaged with us, you know, because one of the biggest questions I always get is, um, how, how can I participate, right? Even if I don't have a child going through this scenario right now, um, how can I help other families? And so there's there's two things that we are doing this month. Um, one is, um, which I just love, is donate a book to a kid. Yes. So people can actually go on the site again, that www.wattsbuggingyou.com, and they can buy and then donate a book and write a special message and we will deliver that book to a child in the hospital so that's really cool Love it. <laughs> um so you're you know you're right getting it to the right family um the second thing because we are so committed of course to to the fight against cancer um and i've seen it firsthand so i'm definitely in the fight um is we are providing um, percentage of proceeds back to organizations um, like St. Jude's, um, Ronald McDonald House, and different places um, that day in, day out, right, are care about these kids um, and are trying to, you know, find a cure and, and are in the same fight. And so those are two big things that we are doing this month is both providing percentage of all books, even the donated books, um, a proceeds back, and then the donated book. Excellent, excellent. And and just in case somebody's listening to this and it's no longer the month of uh, September, but we're into, you know, other months, um, will there still be those same opportunities or is it just the month of September? So proceeds will be September and October 
Um, and then we will look at other organizations, you know, to see if we can continue that, right? Um, so we'd love to continue that, but right now we have it mainly September and October. Okay. Um, but for the donate a book, you know, um, if, you know, if we see an outpouring, right, that people are really loving that, I mean, I'd love to get a book into every, <laughs> right, every hospital, every child's hands that needs it. Um, and so we, we do hope to continue that campaign. Um, but the September and October for sure. And then, um, as I said, the donate a book, I think we will continue and the proceeds will have to see how that works and getting other organizations involved. Excellent. Well, those are some wonderful ways for people to get involved. And, you know, on that note, I, I want to take these last few moments. And by the way, I want to have you back because there's a lot of things that I still want to talk to you about, um, but yes, we're almost yes. out of time. But but in these last few moments, um, you know, speaking to, you know, this is your heart wanting to help and encourage other people. Um, I don't know. I just have a feeling that maybe someone at some point may be listening to this very podcast and maybe, they, maybe they've just gotten some pretty intense news, you know, so... I'm, I want you to speak to that person because you, as you said, you, you've gone through some of these very issues yourself. You've spent 10 years at, you know, a children's hospital. You've gotten the diagnosis. Yeah. You're in shock. In those moments, you know, when, you're, when your head is just probably swirling with a million different things, what's, I, I don't even want to say advice, but what would yeah. your heart be? If you yeah. if you had someone right in front of you right now, what what would be the maybe one of the first things that you would want to say to just um, to reach out to them in that moment? Yeah, I mean the first thing is definitely pray, right? Um, and that's one of the first things I love to do with families, right? Is to sit there and pray in their moment. Um, and then secondly, I always tell families it is okay to ask for help. Yeah. You know, I think the number one thing that families that have been through this will tell new families is at the beginning they were, you know, they were scared and they were trying to hold it all in and they said, you know, people want to help and it's, it's okay to ask for that help. I think it's also okay to be real, right? I think parents, of course, are scared. It's totally understandable, but it's sometimes a feeling you're not used to right and you want to protect you you feel like you want to protect your children but the thing i will say is that children know mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. uh, no matter how you you hide it um they they know and so it's better to to be real with your child and to sit there and to cry and to hug and to you know be angry i mean i had one family that actually created a cheer against cancer mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. um and, you know, one of the things um, that I learned, I will say through this experience, because um, our hospital did a survey and they, they asked different families at different points of the cancer and said, would you wish the cancer away? And um, almost every child, which was amazing to me, said no for different reasons. Um, they said no because it brought my family closer. No, because now I've fought the biggest fight I'll, I'll probably ever have to fight and if I can do this I can do anything else uh, I'm being teary eyed but um, mm. <laughs> yeah. um, you know no uh, uh, no I, I wouldn't wish the cancer away because I find out you know who my true friends are right or I get closer to my faith or I mean there's a million reasons but I think that's interesting for families to know you and, know because yeah. I yeah because I think 
your kiddo is going to be different, but in a lot of cases they're going to say, you know, no, because this is this is part of my journey, right, that I'm supposed to take. And so I always say for families, you know, pray, be real, lots of hugs, right, lots of tears, because that's going to happen. You so, know, that's just, it's just amazing. I, I, I'm kind of still hanging on that um that no, I wouldn't trade this, you know, and, and certainly counterintuitive. Certainly nobody would say, oh, yay, I, you know, I have right. cancer. But, you know, for an adult to have that maturity and presence of mind is one thing. But for a child, you know, I think sometimes we forget. We forget that wisdom is, it's not just for adults that, you know, out of the mouths of babes, right, as Jesus said. And, and that's so important, even as we're protecting and shielding our children to remember that, as much as we're protecting them, there's a protector over both of us, and our children recognize that. Yeah, children are, it's amazing how resilient children are. I mean, you know, we had children go to the playroom right after having chemo, you know, where they're sick, and they'll be in the playroom with a bucket but playing, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, where you don't see that with adults, right? So right. children are very, very resilient, and um, they, I will say they taught me more than I ever expected, right, working at the volunteering for all those years. And, and I love your statement that, um, you know, we, we all have a protector, right, looking after us. And so that that's definitely a beautiful visual. So thank you for that. Oh, well, Kristen, thank you so much for just sharing your experience and your wisdom. Thank you for these books. And uh, I want to plug that website one more time. I'm going to plug it again when I post this on my blog, but um, W-A-T-T-S, bugging you.com. Yep, perfect. Okay, so get the book, donate a book, Proceeds go to help other kids and other hospitals, other organizations. So what a great cause. Kristen, thank you so much. And I really do mean it. I do want to have you back because there's other things I would love to talk with you about. Oh, I'd love that. So thank you. All right. Well, we'll make it a date. And thanks again. And God bless you. God bless. Here's that website again. What's bugging you? Dot com. That's W-A-T-T-S-B-U-G-G-I-N-G-U-Y-O-U.com. And you can go there to find out about donating a book to a kid who's dealing with some pretty grown-up stuff, namely life-threatening diseases like cancer. And while you're there, you can also check out Kristen's blog and find out all about some of the very cool and very helpful things she's been doing to help families through the big deals of life. A big thanks again to Kristen Burnett for joining us today. And hey, maybe you know someone who's dealing with their child's illness and could use some encouragement. By all means, please share this podcast with them. And visit me on the isleofmisfits.com. That's I-S-L-E of misfits.com for more great talks, blog posts, and encouraging wisdom from the mouths of fellow misfits far and wide. So until next time, Say it with me now. Own your awkward. Love your fellow misfit. And keep seeking truth and beauty everywhere.